Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. solo podcast episode today and if I'm going to be honest with you I have no idea what this episode is about. I have not prepared anything for today's episode. I just sat down and hit record and we'll see what comes out and what flows. I have had a beautiful past couple weeks if you've been following me on Instagram, my handle is Kajal S. Pandey. I had my traditional Hindu wedding ceremony in late June, which went beautifully. It was so wonderful to finally be able to marry my husband after 10 years of being together. So that was a huge milestone, and I'm so happy to be at home, settling back in, and getting back into my rhythm. And the podcast, wow, it is doing so well. We're growing and reaching more downloads and a bigger audience, and I'm so beyond grateful for everyone who's listening to these episodes But I have a request for you. If you could take a few minutes and just leave a review on iTunes, whatever you want to say about the podcast, what you like about it, how it's benefiting you, anything, anything you want me to know and anybody else who's coming to the podcast, take a moment and leave that review on iTunes. It's actually going to help the ratings of of the podcast and just allow the podcast to be available to more people and help it grow. I would really appreciate that so much. What have I been contemplating? I think I'll just start there. So I do a lot of contemplation. In my human design chart, I have a defined head in Ajna center and I have the channel 61 and 24 defined. So that channel is actually conscious. So it's black And that really means I have a design of a thinker. I'm someone who really is a deep, deep thinker. I really embody that characteristic as a deep thinker, but not even just a deep thinker, but like a divine channel for higher information and higher knowledge to pour through. I will get downloads all the time, and I love it when I'm in client sessions with my clients because I'll just start getting intuitive hits about what that person needs to know or what I'm being asked to tell them. And I love that. So being a thinker and deeply thinking is something that I'm doing constantly. And something that I've been thinking about is the concept of time. And the concept of linear time, being human, being in this physical incarnation, and going through this journey called life. Sometimes when I sit back and think about what is actually happening and what I'm actually doing, it's like, wait, what? I am I'm living, I'm, a, I'm an alive, living, breathing 
thing called kajal and I happen to have a humanoid, you know, shape to my physical structure, physical vessel, and I'm and I'm moving through time, but I'm moving through time in such a way that doesn't feel like I'm moving through time, but I'm I'm traveling through time. There's a beginning and end to my physical vessel at least. There is no end to my my energy, my soul. And sometimes when I think about that, that gets me really just like, wait, what? Why are we taking everything so seriously? Like, what's the point of taking anything so seriously? Like, this life has an end. This experience, this journey that I'm on, incarnated as Kajal Pandey, has an end. And I think thinking about that has helps me to put things into perspective, especially when I start to take things so seriously, get overwhelmed, overthinking, you know, get get really trapped in my mind. It really helps me to like be like, "Oh, there's nothing serious going on here. You're just on a journey. It's how well are you going to journey and how much of this journey are you going to enjoy and how much of this journey are you going to be in the fullness of and experience fully and when I think of it that way I'm like well what is there to worry about like there is an end (laughs) there is an end that's that's guaranteed and all I can really do is choose how I'm going to live today and make the best of today and I know this sounds I don't know I don't even know what the word is this sounds a bit simplistic because it is it is very simplistic I think our minds love to complicate everything and I'm someone who often has contemplated about death and my own mortality because it inspires me. It motivates me. It helps me give meaning to life. And again, if I'm going to refer to human design, I'm going to refer to that channel that I have in my human design that connects the spleen to the, the root, the 3828 channel. You know, it's that, it's the channel of struggle. It's what it's called, but it's the fighter. You know, it's like, wanting to do something that's worthwhile and long-lasting and really with driving determination and I am such that kind of person like everything has to have so much meaning to me and I love the challenge up the mountaintop Uh, I find joy in that actually I find a sense of exhilaration and a deeper connection with myself and my own capabilities and my own potential so I see that see that being played out in my life all the time but what I was actually thinking about a few days ago is like how much can I meet my life today like how much can I bring of bring myself out and meet my life today I think so often we get so caught up in what outcome do I need to achieve what goal do I need to hit where do I want to see myself we become so future oriented and you know we are a very results-oriented society. It's like, what do you do? What do you produce? What outcome are you creating? Where are you headed? Like, the very first question we're asked when we are just young children, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? And that's something that's such a focal point of how we are. we live, you know? We go to school, we we get an education, and then we get a job, and it's all about this, like, what are we going to do with our life? And no one's sitting there and asking us, like, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I think that's a really, really uh, great, it's a really important question to ask because it's, 
yes, there is a doing aspect of life, but doing isn't everything. We're like bread to just do, to be these workhorses who are constantly in doing mode and what we're doing and what we're producing, what outcomes we're having and how much we're doing. It's like we live in a society that glamorizes and values and places such a big emphasis and significance on doing, but I don't know. I really think we need to kind of recalibrate things and go from doing to being. I mean, after all, we're human beings. So the question I love so much is who do I want to be? Who am I being? And that that feels so much more... Uh, it's asking you to really check in with yourself. It's asking you to slow down and contemplate who you want to be, who you're being. And it's really helping you come home into yourself, come home to yourself. I don't know, who do I want to be? Who am I being? Am I proud of the person I am being? Do I love the person I'm being? It's like these questions are so vital to the livelihood and to the fulfillment and the satisfaction of our life because when we place so much of our livelihood or satisfaction and happiness in the doing aspect of life, there's always more that we can do. <laughs> there always be there will always be more that we can do. But I think when we, we frame the question to what do I want to do to who do I want to be, it really like gives us the power back and we kind of we get to decide who I want to be. And the thing is that what you do comes from who you be, right? It's it's all coming through this channel of who I be, who do I be? And that's kind of the shift I've really experienced in my own work is this shift from what is it that I do? You know, the question that everyone at some point in a conversation, if you're meeting someone new, will ask you, well, what do you do? And I kind of don't like that question. It's like, I I have to now... <laughs> be minuscule to my doing, to my outcome, to the results that I'm producing, to what value or contribution I'm making to society based on doing, right? And instead, I wish we would ask in different questions most like, what what are your passions or what inspires you or what motivates you or what are you learning right now or what season of your life are you in right now? I love those deeper questions and so I actually have a hard time answering that question, what do I do? Because I've, I've experienced a, a shift in, I it, is, it isn't that I do, I'm not here to do. And I think this is also the projector, the projector energy type is not here to do. We don't have the energy to do. We are non-energy beings. So it's like, who do I be? And if you're a projector listening right now, the best thing you can do is stop focusing on what you're doing, especially when it comes to your work and the value you're putting out into the world and what you're going to get compensated for. Instead of focusing on what do I do and how much do I know so that I can do what I do. Instead, if you shift that and you focus on who do I be, it's that beingness that a projector is here to embody. And this is just not specific to projectors. This is this is applicable to all energy types. But I really believe if you're incarnated as a projector energy type in this lifetime, you're really here to 
to create that new way going from a human doing to a human being. And I know in my own work, I don't put the emphasis on what I do anymore. I can't tell you what I do. I'm a line two. So first of all, for a line two person, I'm a line two conscious. So line two and my profile is two five. Line two, first of all, if you're a line two, it's not going to be so easy for you to articulate what is it that you do. It's like you're dancing with life constantly. It's like I always say is like, just get me in front of a person and I'll show you what I can do because I can't tell you what I can do because it's by being that you'll see what it is that I do. So it's like looking at me, you'll be able to understand the doing. But the shift in my own work and my own business that I'm, that I've experienced very, very like a deep shift is going from what is it that I do to who is it that I be. And you know, something that came forth really strongly and I shared this on my Instagram is Oh, I gotta look it up because I can't, can't remember. Hold on a second. Okay, so what I shared in my Instagram was, it's not what I do, but who I be, who I am. That is the medicine. And I love that because that was something that came through so strongly. I think it was in a meditation I was doing, silent sitting meditation with myself. Because I was somebody who was so caught up in, okay, what is it that I do? I need to be able to articulate that really well. So when someone lands on my website or watches a video or listens to a podcast episode or sees something on Instagram that I did, they'll be able to exactly know what is it that I do. And I had such a hard time coming up with what is it that I do. It's like, am I a coach? Am I a guide? Am I a healer? Am I like an intuitive energy teacher like I don't know those are all just labels to help you know to help somebody understand what is it that I do but it's like if when I take the emphasis away from what is it that I do and I focus just on who I be and who I am then my energy can speak for me my presence can speak for me and people will know if I am for them or if I am not for them so I gave up this whole idea of chasing what is it that I do and trying to figure out how to be the best at what I do or be an expert at what I do or to to really have this solid offering that outlines what problem I'm going to solve for somebody else. I'm not here to do any of that. I'm not here to solve any problem for anybody. I don't have that authority. I don't have the authority to solve problems for anybody. And first of all, I don't really believe that there are problems. There are only lessons and learnings and opportunities for growth. Everything that you are struggling with right now, everything that you think is a problem is in your mind, is self-created, is, is, is a thought. All problems are just thoughts. And we are going through this life being initiated into deeper levels of awareness, understanding, and embodiment of who we be, who we are. And everybody has specific initiations they'll go through. And these initiations can happen in the form of trauma, abuse, or something less subtle. But it, everyone has initiations and you will know what your journey is based on some of the themes that keep happening in your life. Are you continuously struggling in relationships? Hmm, maybe those are initiations for you. Are you continuously struggling with your uh, self-worth? That's an initiation for you. Are you continually struggling with um, 
being victimized by situations or people or life circumstances and events, those are initiations for you. So everyone, if they take a moment and stop, has a certain kind of theme, certain kind of initiation, certain kind of patterning that's happening in their life that are their biggest challenges and their biggest opportunities for growth, healing, and expansion. And that's why I don't see things as problems. And I think the more I do my inner work and the more... I lean into my initiations and the more I activate and the more I allow these initiations to activate a deeper remembrance of who I am, the more I can fully embody my soul in my physical vessel as Kajal in this lifetime. And and I want my presence and my energy to speak for me, not my words. My words are just like the icing on the cake. You know, if your energy isn't fine-tuned and you aren't embodying your core frequency and you aren't living in attunement with your energy and really harnessing and pulling all your energy that you have entangled and hooked into all these other places, people, situations, circumstances, and you're pulling all that back and being completely sovereign and embodied in your own frequency and energy, people will feel that from you. You will not have to say a single word. That's called magnetism. And I really believe the projector energy type in human design is really here to be a living example of that 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 level of energy mastery. And so it's interesting that my business has evolved from, you know, operating like a generator, a manifesting generator, which is really here to build something, to to be a worker bee, to to create. They have that energy. They have that life force cycle energy to do that. And they are. They're, I mean, some of the most genius people on the planet who created things like the iPhone or um, the computers are, have all been generators. And you could see why. They have the life force energy to build something like that. And I'm not saying it's it could be that specific or that a projector couldn't do it, but what I'm saying is when we really come into who we be and embody our being and focus more on what is it, focus more on who is it that I be, there's so much magic. There's so much untapped homecoming. There's so much untapped um, confidence or belief in oneself that really emerges. And so like what I've done now is I... I don't say anything about what I do. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested in telling you what I do. I'm interested in showing you who I be. It is who I be that will activate something within you, that will initiate you, that will help you maybe deeply understand something about yourself, that will ha- help you understand where you are misaligned or how you can look at your life or your situation or whatever you're going through or whatever you've been struggling with or challenged by, how you can look at it differently. I'm here to just offer a different perspective and be a living, breathing embodiment of a truly a being that is fully at home within themselves and it's so interesting because the past year like this message came forth really strongly to me is come home to yourself like the word home has become so important to me which is so interesting if you're any if you're somebody who's interested in astrology you know anything about the north node my north node is in the fourth house okay the fourth house my north node is in the fourth house in pisces the North Node is kind of our soul's evolution in this lifetime. 
and our south node is the soul's uh, where where we're coming in from. So what was a past life coming in from a past life or where we were in our past life? That's what the south node is. And wherever your north node is, whatever house in astrology your north node is, that's what you're here to evolve into, grow into in, in this lifetime. So the mind's in the fourth house, house of family, house of home, domestication, being at home, you know, really like the home life is the focus, which is really interesting because in a past life, the, the south nodes in the 10th house and the 10th house is all about the being in the public eye and being a leader and being a well-known person in the public sphere. And the funny thing is when I was younger before my Saturn return, that's what I wanted for myself. I wanted to be somebody in the public eye. I wanted to publish books. I wanted to be a leader in the public eye. But as, as I've kind of been on the other side of my Saturn return now, like it's totally shifted. I'm like, I could care less about having a career and focusing on my career and developing in my career and being somebody who's super career oriented and finding success in my career in the public eye and getting that external validation on a large public scale. The shift that's happened within me is like, I just care about being at home, being at home within myself and building a home for myself in this life, which is family, which is a physical home but the concept of home is so important and this came through to me a couple weeks ago is like you are your own home and my life has been all about learning how to be at home within myself and I feel such a strong pull to support people in that process of learning to how to learning how to be at home within themselves so it's like coming home to yourself is really what I embody and it's who I be and, you know, in psychology, we call this the individuation process, but I mix psychology with spirituality. So for me, it feels like a homecoming that's happening is when you're at home within yourself, you realize your capabilities, your potential, you are sovereign, you are free, you are clear, you are operating as an authentic being and you're being true to yourself and that's just a powerful way to live your life so if anything I've taken the focus entirely away from what is it that I do and I, I focus 100% now who is it who is it that I'm being I want to walk my talk and it's by being that you you'll be able to feel for me that you know it's, it's not about how much information I can give you it's not about what wise <laughs> wisdom I can drop into your years or tell you it's like how much of my of myself can I be and embody and be at home in and you will feel that and you will be initiated just by being in that energy and that frequency of mine so that's like how I operate my business right now and I really really love supporting people through this process of my client works so that's kind of what the big emphasis is on and it's so powerful for me to experience this level of clarity in my own work but this level of attunement to my to my offerings and I feel so so good about it so it feels so good and it's like I'm not operating my business like any which way or how I'm supposed to operate my business whatever supposed to be is like who made up those rules there are no rules it's like you operate your business based on how your energy works and what's true for you um so that's where I'm at and something came to me to share with you which was oh yes so I talk a lot about human design 
I feel like every every episode that I have recorded with a guest or even a solo cast, I've touched on human design in some way, shape, or form. But I'm really, really excited about this system. I'm not someone who tends to gravitate towards systems very well or likes to be like likes to dive into systems, but human design speaks to me very differently because it's like helping you understand who you are and how you operate who you be, how you're designed to be. And when I found out I was a projector, it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. So I've been studying human design in depth for over two and a half years now and living my experiment as a projector uh, with the strategy of waiting for the invitation. And I know that when I take time to rest, and I'm not talking about like rest while you're laying in bed and working, just like fully rest and fully be, wow, things move so much more quicker. It's like magic starts to happen versus when I've worked in the way of like pushing and hustling and like having these like strict routine and like a morning routine and an evening routine and working from this many hours a day. It's like when I just allowed myself to be who I am and really kind of, it takes time to also understand who you be because the world has told us who we should be. So this homecoming process is, can be a journey, but it can be a fun journey. And I really, really love supporting people through this process. But when you really come from who you be, life is, life, life feels very differently. But anyway, what I was saying is that I've been studying human design, living my experiment for over two and a half years now, and I am ready to offer human design readings. And I'm really excited to to, to, to give this offer out into the world and offer readings. So a human design reading will entail me reading your chart and telling you more about yourself based on your energy type, your design, how you operate, your authority, your strategy, your profile, your signature, your not self theme, and, and any intuitive hits that I'm getting as I'm looking at your chart. Because for me, one of my gifts is being able to read your energy and I don't need to be in front of you to read your energy. I can also read your energy through your chart. So that's what I'm going to be doing. So to sign up for a human design reading with me, just email me kajal at kajalpande.com. I have not officially put this out on my website yet. I'm just going to let this podcast carry the message that I'm open to do human design readings. And if this speaks to you and you want a human design reading, send me an email My email will also be in the show notes of this podcast episode. I hope there was medicine for you in today's episode and it got your wheels turning. I think the thing that I want everyone who listens to the podcast to take away is to just make you think, is to make you contemplate, is to make you be like, hmm, wow, I didn't know I could think of this like this, or wow, like broadening your perspective. That's really what I want the podcast to do. And to to activate you in some way that you need, what whatever activation that it is that you need. So I'm sending you all my love on this beautiful July day. And if you have any questions, you know what? I'm going to put this out in this episode. I would love to do a Q&A episode where I answer your questions in an episode. So if you have a question you want me to answer in an episode, I will only just say your first name. And then the question you asked, send your question in over at my email, which is kajal at kajalpande.com, or you can DM me on Instagram, 
other of those ways, just send in your question. I'd like to compile all your questions that you have for me and do a Q&A episode. That would be so much fun because it's it's like our way of interacting with each other through this medium of sound. So I would love for you to send in your questions and sending you all my love. Stay open.